Hi, I'm Stephen Garrison, the producer, director, roadie, chauffeur, and bodyguard for A Student's Perspective, and you are watching our special 100th episode. Hi there, and thanks for tuning in to A Student's Perspective, the weekly series that connects students with designers, manufacturers, educators, industry professionals, and design media celebrities to hear their stories on just how they've gotten to where they are now. Through our conversations, we connect the past, present, and future of design to show just how much we can learn from each other to grow towards our fullest potential without prescribed limitations. Think of a student's perspective as a weekly design lecture series from the student's point of view. A Student's Perspective is a division of the nonprofit University Hall of Innovation, whose goals are to connect students with the design industry through design challenges and mentorship and a collaboration with the Marywood University Interior Architecture Program in Scranton, Pennsylvania. All interviews can be found in their video format at www.astudentsperspective.tv. For more information or sponsorship inquiries, please contact University Hall of Innovation at gmail.com. Hi. Congratulations. I heard it's your 100th episode. I want to say congrats to everybody at University Hall and Stephen for running such an amazing program. Uh, I am thrilled to be part of it and excited to see where it goes. Congrats again. Congratulations on your 100th episode. It was my pleasure to be a part of one of those episodes where we discussed High Point growing to become a design destination. A student's perspective always generates great conversations. Hey everyone, it's Jake Rudin from Adidas and Out of Architecture. Congratulations on 100 episodes with A Student's Perspective. I think the work that you all are doing to showcase different trajectories for design, the way that design can be used in the world, and just bringing more information both from the lens of the student and also to a huge collection of students is incredibly important. Thank you so much for having me on the earlier episode, and I just wanted to wish you congratulations on hitting the number 100. All right, hello everyone, thank you for coming. This is uh, our special 100th episode of A Student's Perspective, and I'm here with almost all of the hosts that you may have seen over the past three years. Um, if you've been around on Wednesdays at four o'clock since 2018, almost exactly to the day, I got a Facebook reminder the other day that um, our first episode uh, would have aired right around this time. So we are recording this on December 19th, 2021. And so I'm here with all of our hosts for the past uh, five seasons um, that have, have gone through everything we've, we've kind of done. And I wanted them all to come back and, and kind of look back on, on what has been a student's perspective, what their experience has been for some of the newer hosts to get a chance to meet and talk to uh, some of our former hosts, and just see what everyone's experience has been from us. So we've got some people, we've got one person here who has been with us since day one. All right. Hi, I'm Natalia. And I'm Natasha. And this is The Student's Perspective. We are live on Facebook from Maryland University in Scranton, Pennsylvania, and with partnership with the university. All right, unfortunately, Natalia was not able to be with us, but we're going to catch up with her virtually um, in a little bit. But Natasha was our one of our day one hosts. Um, and uh, those days were really kind of interesting. 
Um, there's a lot of a lot of technical stuff, a lot of things just flying by the seat of our pants, um, and we've done slightly better over the years. Not necessarily perfect. <laughs> a lot better. But, but we've done better. We've done better. So Natasha, do you want to talk about um, what the experience was for that maybe that first episode or those first couple episodes? Sure, I'd love to. Um, we actually started by kind of going phone to phone, like microphone, and we also had to go up to the plotter room and plot our banner, intro banner, backwards, so that way when it was on the computer screen, it would read the correct way. And the same thing with like the script, of course, like we were nervous students, like Natalia and I, and we would have like the script behind there, and Stephen would have the whiteboard trying to like fill in some questions in case we got stuck because... It was live, like we were like one-on-one, -on -one. like there was no like, kind of like, we're recording, like preparing some questions. It was like right then and there, like who we were interviewing and yeah, all the nerves definitely got easier over the years. But so, yeah, and it's funny because I really remember what I was doing right before the first episode of A Student's Perspective. It was the morning of my final critique of my third year and I was plotting out my entire boards. I think the show was at, let's say 10 a.m. and I was printing out my boards. I think I had to even get a friend to print them for me because I was running downstairs to get to the uh, interview in time. At the time we did it in a little room right off of our studio spaces. And that was when we were doing live as well. So, um, that was a crazy morning and I remember sweating a lot so I guess if I could just stop myself before I walked into that room I would say take a deep breath um the person on the other side of that call is a human too um things happen because a lot of things happened that interview I remember we had really bad connection connection in, uh access we ended up having to instead of uh video call we had to just call the person via via call and hold it up against the speaker we, it was all makeshift and we really made it do looking back uh you can laugh about it but we did try our best and we were having fun in the moment so yeah. so it, it wasn't supposed to go that way so we no. started off doing all facebook live and uh being in we were recording from our university from our school in, in scranton pennsylvania and there was always going to be some sort of network issue, some sort of thing. And we're relying on our network and the guest's network. And so, yeah, like Natasha just said, um, the, the first, I would say probably three or four episodes were one phone that was recording our hosts, me just off camera holding the phone, talking to the other person because we couldn't get them, couldn't get their video. Um, but we worked our way through those. Um, and that's, that's where we would have started in, in December. Then spring market of 2000 and let's see what we've been at that time, 2019 um, is where we would have gone and done some, some live. And this is a student's perspective. We are a little bit away from home from Scranton, Pennsylvania. We are here at High Point Market in North Carolina. We, if anyone is here, we're in the IHFC building on the fifth floor. Live in interviews. Still doing some some recording, uh, and then the episodes would have been just kind of talking back to that recording. Um, but this all started because of one opportunity at market in fall of 2018. Right, right. Where uh, that summer, I had reached out to Joseph Hecker um, just to get some some feedback and some kind of uh, information about kind of 
what we were looking to do and how we can might pair in the future and whatnot. And he had been planning a um, HGTV Design Stars reunion that was going to be held at High Point Market in the fall. And so um, a week before market, he and I talked one last time and we decided, all right, let's have you bring students. We'll have them on the red carpet um, and they'll be able to interview people as they as they come into the event. And so, yeah, we said, sure, um, let, let's let's try and make that happen. We had no idea. We had never even recorded an episode at that point. This would have been in October. And so um, we kind of amassed a bunch of stuff. And we had a big backdrop and all these other things. And um, we just said, all right, let's try it and see what happens. And so, yeah. Yes, go for it. Okay, cool. So I guess the first part is like, probably like tell us a little bit about your phone. Sure, so I'm Blanche Garcia. I'm Blanche Garcia. Okay. So yeah, we've got three who were with us on that day. Um, so what was that like? It's probably the most nerve-wracking and exciting moment at High Point. Do you guys agree? Like, none of us have been on a red carpet event before. Yeah. <laughs> so we had no idea what we were going to do. No, it was the one and only two. I've never been on a red carpet since. Yeah, me since. either. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> Maybe one day as a designer, you know? Yeah. Could you be. You can specify red carpet everywhere from now on. Yeah. Just yeah. so you get that little special touch. I mean, my family thought I was famous for a long time. <laughs> you are. You are. Definitely. Yeah, from that one event. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so again, that was that was Facebook Live. Um, that was our location kept on getting moved. We ended up as the very first station on the red carpet, just as people were coming in. Um, not many people even, well, no one knew who we were at that point. Um, so, who are these children? Everyone was, was yeah, everyone was very gracious. Um, everyone stopped and spent time talking to us, and they're still some of the same friends that we have every time we go down and, and see them. We've had some of uh, those people on um, as guests later on in, in future episodes and whatnot. Um, but I think it was, the, the thing that always sticks with me is that, even as nervous as, as we all were, because I was nervous too, um, I think you guys did a great job and it set the stage for everything that came after. And so we finished that at market, um, came home uh, later in October, and uh, that's when we kind of brainstormed a little bit more with Joseph. He was uh, at that point looking to start the, uh, the live broadcast network, which was going to be the first uh, Facebook Live uh, essentially television network. Um, we had a few different shows lined up um, and we ended up being one of the premier shows for, for, the, for the network. And we started, like I said, in December of, uh, of 2018 with um, our first guest was Chip Wade. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was interesting. Um, we, from the very beginning, the, the whole thought process was to introduce students to different, uh, different portions of the industry that they may not have thought about or may not still even think about within their schooling, just so they can, they can find out what are all the possibilities? What are the, the things that, that I might be involved with 10 years from now, five years from now, um, 20 years from now in the future? What are all the things? My degree says one thing, but what, what's really the knowledge that, that I've been given? What are the things that I could potentially do? And so we were talking to uh, 
people who, who run businesses, we were talking to marketers, we were talking to home stagers, we were talking to psychologists, we were talking to all over the, the, the whole spectrum. And one of the best things for me was after every episode that we would do, just hearing one of you say, oh, I hadn't thought about that. That's maybe something that might be interesting uh, kind of moving into the future. So those early episodes, we were, we were responding to kind of pre-taped, uh, pre-taped stuff. So some of the, the, the very first ones, you didn't even know the questions that were being asked uh, kind of beforehand. How did, how did that kind of work? How, did, how do you think that that, that affected how you, uh, how you responded to the video? I think it definitely helped us to like get into this sort of like thing that was going on. Cause like we would feel less overwhelmed or less nervous because the questions were already asked. You were kind of just then responding to them. Um, and it felt more of like a normal thing, like a normal conversation versus being there, like Natasha was saying, like, okay, we have to read the monitor or whatever we had behind. And it just, it made it a little bit easier to like, then I think progress to what we have now. Mm-hmm. I think coming as students too, it was something that we're equipped to just within our design schooling. We're always either responding to questions with open-ended answers and talking about how we feel about them, especially. And that's what was kind of inspiring for us to be able to look at things from a different side and start to explain why that interests us or why it relates to schooling instead of us being sprung into like a interview scenario that we were definitely not as equipped or used to because we're never really stuck in that scenario where we have to actually discuss and talk back to back with someone, especially within school. It's more us engaging the conversation and fueling it out. Right. Yeah, that's Paige. She's the one that always comes up with (laughs) great butchered answers to every question that comes her way. Every time. <laughs> you do great. Like Definitely the... top host. <laughs> <laughs> I like to talk, that's all. <laughs> and so that led into spring of 2019, where we went to market and we, it was sort of a combination of the two because we were interviewing, but then we still went back and then you would respond to the interviews, but there were questions you guys had already done. Did that, how did that change kind of anything like being, being part of that questioning process? Because you guys are coming up with all the questions. Mm-hmm. It was like so exciting at that point too, because I feel like we worked through all the boundaries of, okay, we're starting to get used to the interviewing process. And it was like, by the time we were responding to so many questions and videos, we finally like wanted to ask the questions. Like we were so eager to learn specifically what they were doing, why they were doing it. We could gear the conversation exactly the way we wanted it to. Versus being like just touching the surface, we actually got to learn really in-depth scenarios about their life or their history or like what felt impactful to us. Before every show, we would meet up with whoever our co-host was and talk about research on who who we were (laughs) and have all our notes prepared, (laughs) like ideas on what we wanted to discuss. We were all on the same page. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and learning so much about the person we were interviewing prior just made it that much easier to go into the conversation. We could actually talk about things that they wanted to talk about. Like, I thought it was cool that we could always ask the person we were interviewing, you know, how do you want to gear this conversation? Are you really interested in sustainability recently? Are you working on a specific project you're passionate about? And then we could start to really narrow in on some of those details. Yeah, we also made the jump from being in our little kind of, our little makeshift office down there to now taking over half of my office as, as, a, um, 
as a production room. And so that was, that was good. It was always, we had consistency at that point. So every, every time we did this, we tried to get things a little bit more consistent, a little bit better and, and kind of build it as we go. And it was never, um, it was never a, a top down kind of thing. I always wanted to hear from you guys of, of okay, what's going to make this better? How do you feel? Like what's, what's the next thing that we need to do? Um, okay. So then, then what happens is, um, the network ends up closing and, uh, Joseph takes on a, a couple other things that he wants to spend more time on. Um, and we decided, or I, I decided, okay, this is, there's too much potential in this. I, I, I mean, I love what we've been seeing. Um, let's, let's try to, to make it our own. And so, um, yeah, we took it over and tried to figure out, okay, what's the next, what's the next way we do things, um, which led to doing live interviews, um, from our exhibition booth for the university hall of innovation exhibition booth, um, at high point market. Um, and yeah, so we, we were able to, uh, connect with, with a lot of people at market who were very gracious to come to speak with us. We either would go to, to them or they would come to, to us. Um, and that was a lot of fun. Um, how, how do you guys feel about how, how that changed the, the entire equation? That's probably my favorite part is when we did the live interviews because you actually got to meet one-on-one -on -one with someone and have that like face-to-face -face interaction. We got to talk to them beforehand and afterwards and learn like a lot more from them rather than being virtually connected with them. Yeah. You talked to famous people. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's when it became more nerve-wracking. Yeah. You're like, oh no, we have to actually sit two feet away yeah. from them. <laughs> it was just a little bit scarier, but it was a lot more personable. Like yeah. you can actually feel like we could discuss personal items too. Yeah. And then share a drink with them after. <laughs> and everyone that was like at whatever level of their, their career, right? We talked to some huge people. Mm -hmm. um, they were always super gracious and, and were always willing to, to spend some time with us, whether it was beforehand or afterwards and, and make connections and whatnot. And uh, we've up to this point, right? It's so been doing this since 2018. We've got, uh, we've got two people, right? One who has, who had a job, one who's got a, a, um, a internship lined up coming from, from people that they interviewed. And so, yeah, these are the connections that we, that we want to make. But we also, what we find is that a lot of the guests that we have say the same things is uh, they are always um, pleasantly surprised by kind of how you guys uh, uh, comport yourselves and, and kind of the level of interest and the questions that you asked and the research that you've done and whatnot. Um, and they end up learning a lot from, from you guys too, which I think is, is really kind of always been fun to hear uh, beforehand and afterwards. And then what, what we'll do is I'll reach out to them afterwards and say, do you guys have any, um, any potential guests or anything, any people that you think would be good? And so, yeah, they'll always help to pay it forward as we build into the next, uh, the next few seasons. Um, all right, so then we get through that. We get through that for two markets. And things are things are going great, and the world falls apart. <laughs> right? We had uh, we were in yeah we were in the COVID season. We were just at the end of of a season. We do two seasons a, a year, kind of ties in with the, the normal kind of semesters and whatnot. Um, and that spring, we had just lined up uh, to do some remotes. Uh, we did remotes from Las Vegas, which was great, yeah, cool. uh, from KBibs. <laughs> and then we 
went into New York City and we were doing a couple of remotes and we had um, we had two lined up that I hope we continue with in the future that um, the week that everything closed down in New York was when we had scheduled to go to these very big uh, uh, kind of interviews that we were going to have set up and, and it, that was a, a secondary kind of um, hit that we took as far as the world just went, it just stopped. Um, and so we weren't even done with that season. Uh, we had done probably, I think there were probably five episodes that still had to be aired. Um, when I say the world shut down, our world at the university shut down. Um, the students left for spring break and they never came back. Um, so that was the same for, for us. For like, When I said my office was our recording studio, I had no equipment. Like It was all here. I didn't know what I was going to do. And so for uh, we postponed a couple weeks um, and then I said, all right, let's see what we can do. And so I decided to, um, to rebuild a 10-year-old computer that I had at home. Um, I added memory, added a processor, did all kinds of stuff to it, just hoping that something might work out. Um, it was good enough that we were able to get through. Um, I was able to edit and we were able to air those, those last couple episodes um, from that year. And then once we got through that, got through our first virtual semester of school, started to think, okay, yeah, we've been doing virtual, we've been recording classes, we've been doing all this stuff. What if we switch to a virtual format for interviews? Uh, not knowing how it was gonna work, and so I approached each of you and I said, who would feel comfortable doing this? What do we, what do we think? Um, and, uh, and Paige and Natalia stepped up and, and said, yeah, let's try it. And so what that allowed us to do was um, to reach beyond um, beyond just the high point market kind of uh, group that we would have normally been able to get and um, forced us to kind of look outwards and kind of broaden our spectrum of who we could talk to. Um, I had to go back into my own network and start to look at people that I kind of could reach out to from the past and whatnot. And so I went to Savannah College of Art and Design. And so I was reaching out to alumni and people that I knew and whatnot who were in the business um, and kind of finding finding how we could make connections. And so our first virtual season, we were talking to people from the UK. We were talking to people from Austria. We, we had one set up uh, in Australia. That was really interesting because um, when we arranged the, 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 the Skype call, it was 7 p.m. No, no, I'm sorry. It was, yeah, no, 7 p.m. here, 9 a.m. the next day in Australia. And so that was just kind of hard to, hard to schedule, but then also hard to wrap my head around. And it was just like, okay, we're talking, we're talking to the future. Um, <laughs> but they were really interesting conversations. Um, they had some uh, technical difficulties too, but I think for the most part, uh, everything worked out pretty well. Paige, do you want to talk to how, how that kind of worked out in the beginning? Yeah, exactly what you said too. That was always the neatest part. Like every single time I would get on the phone call, I'd say, well, what time is it there? Because normally I would have no idea. Like I'd research the person just as much and get to know them. But location-wise, it could be anywhere across the world because Stephen was able to expand our horizon like that much further, which was so neat because it was people that were just outside of our realm of even understanding. So it was that much more exciting to meet people um, who are just totally not as connected with us and that we never would have done previously. Um, 
And then I feel like too, that's when the most exciting interviews were happening because it was such a broad reach. Like my favorite interview was Julian Albertini. And I, the second Steven told me that, like I was just freaking out. Like I've looked at him on the cover of Interior Design Magazine for months now and like have already seen all of his projects in Russia and New York. And he was like, oh wow, we're only like an hour and a half from one another. Like he's only in New York right now. And it's, it was just like a out of world experience. The fact that we actually get to conversate with these people and then I'll follow you on Instagram and you feel so connected. Like they actually care about the conversation you're having. And the second the you know recording would turn off virtually, it was just like another conversation of friend to you. It was just another mentor that I would then have in my life to know I could reach out to over email, over text. Like they just became so personal versus I think maybe not similarly in person, but they wouldn't be so willing to continue the conversation past the interview process. And they were all just such real humans. And you could tell that from that short little call that it made it that much better. And so from your guys' experience, just watching those virtual ones, like how do you think those those first ones went? How did, what, like, was there anything kind of stick out to the, from those? Were they bad? <laughs> <laughs> No, like you always nail them, so I don't know why you think that they go back. <laughs> and so then we continue on and we end up introducing some of the background. Hey, so we end up into our, our second virtual season um, and, and introducing new hosts as hosts graduate. And so it's always a sad time, but we always bring in new people. And there are people that have been watching up to this point. Um, and so the next virtual season, we kept on, uh, kept on expanding and kept on thinking about how we could make these connections. And so I'm reaching out to people. Uh, social media is absolutely wonderful. Um, but the whole thing is like, like Paige is saying, it's like, it's, I'm reaching out to like some of the, the biggest people out there. I'm reaching out to the, the, the single reaching out to the, uh, recently graduated just to kind of find the best, um, the best story. I want to find somebody who has an interesting take on things, something they're doing. If they're doing a great uh, kind of community service project, if they're doing something with uh, with teaching kids, if they're doing whatever, I, I want to try and find kind of that range of things. And so I'm sending out LinkedIn messages and Instagram kind of DMs and all these things. And for maybe 20 that I send out, I might get like 10 back, which is perfectly fine. But everybody check your DMs. Um, <laughs> but Ellen, check your DMs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That was. I, I will say that there, I, I did hear back. Okay, so I looked at it. I looked at it this way. I looked at it this way. It's it's um, what is it? Uh, I'll, I'll do the, the Michael Scott version of the quote. Um, you miss one hundred percent, one hundred percent of the shots that you don't take. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. Um, so, because we are in Scranton, which is a real place, and so. I was throwing out stuff to everywhere. And so I actually did hear back from a certain um, large conglomerate in Texas um, who was very gracious and said that they, they weren't going to be able to have, fit us into their schedule, but thank you for trying. So hey, I, I felt great that they at least knew who, at that point, knew who we were for a second and said, said thank you, but no. Um, <laughs> but that'll be the future, okay? That'll be the future, what we could do. Um, yeah, we may try coming back. <laughs> you. you may have heard of them. It's 
Magnolia? I do. Chip and Joanna Games. It's okay. I'm still waiting for Tim Gunn to respond. So please, Tim. Yes, please, Tim. Tim. We can link up. Tim is who I want to be when I grow up. Yeah. Always. But so that led into, at this point, would have been season five, which is what we're just sort of wrapping up now. Next week will be our final episode of season five. And that would be, hopefully, our last fully virtual. And so we were allowed to go back to market this past fall. Um, things started to open up and we, we went down and um, what, we're, what we're planning on doing from now on is doing a 50-50 split, doing virtual and live, um, still taking advantage of, of how we can reach out to people beyond kind of that normal kind of uh, network that we would have at High Point. Um, and, and try and uh, and really extend the conversations and whatnot. And so, uh, you guys are part of our, our newer hosts teams for five, season five and our upcoming season six, which we will be in when you air this episode. Um, how do you guys feel everything went um, going from, some of you had done virtuals uh, before kind of stepping into the live interviews, some of you the live interviews at market were you very first interviews. So. Looking at the past seasons now being put into it, how do you guys, how did you feel about it? I feel like it was amazing. Like, I was so nervous behind the computer screen and I had my little sketchbook laid out and I was like, all right, can't mess up, don't miss any questions. But then when it was in person, you're almost forced to just go with the flow and let the conversation kind of do its own thing. And I almost feel like I got immensely better with interviewing people because it was in person. So. Then I had inter uh, two interviews, one interview afterwards, and I just feel like I was so much more nonchalant about it, and it felt so much easier to do it. And mm -hmm. it was so exciting to have a co-host during that time. Mm -hmm. It was like you could bounce off one another, and everyone as a host is pretty excellent, so it made that even better and more exciting to hear from them. And as Paige said, it is way more personal, so it's not however miles away we are. We are literally standing in front of them, and then you see them throughout the high point trip and then they introduce you to more people and it's just connection after connection. So yeah, it was amazing. I think I'm still in awe. I mean, I don't think I'm ever in awe. Yeah, it's crazy awesome. Um, yeah, Jen and I like came in on like peak pandemic. Um, so it was like, I don't know, the online was like, so we were super comfortable in that and like had our script, like you said. And um, I really didn't think we were gonna go to high point ever. Because it was like, it was just kind of like everything was shut down. It didn't seem like it was ever going to be an opportunity for us. So like finding out um, in the fall that we were going to be able to go um, was so exciting. And then we got to meet like the, our little new host. But um, I don't know, it was just so exciting. And then like, like you said, live, it was just like, yeah, they were just so much more personable and you could really connect that way. And then like seeing friends through High Market or High Point Market was so fun. And we'll hopefully get to see them in the future. So how was how was your experience jumping in, um, jumping into the fire for those first couple interviews? We ran into that fire. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was an opportunity though because we got oh, great sure. um, examples set for us by this group. <laughs> right. So we got the opportunity to see you guys, you know, pave the path, and then um, just being thrown in, it kind of made us think, okay, like we're in it. We can actually make these connections, and now I mean, we've still had people that we continue to have conversations with from High Point because of this. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Our very first interview was live. Mm -hmm. So I just remember sitting there and just literally trembling. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was like, oh my God. Sue was like, 
and she's like a little bit of a big deal. And I was like, oh, okay. And I'm sort of like panicking inside. Okay, wait, I'm going to say a secret and this can be in it or not. Right before so scared. we this got into, because I was panicked in the bathroom at this point. I get locked in the stall. <laughs> it's like, yes. And I had to crawl out from underneath. Oh, wait, and I was just like, oh my God, this is just foreshadowing that my first interview ever is going to be terrible. And I was just like, panicked. But, um, I think it was a great experience. But she was amazing. Your first interview was amazing. Yeah, she was a great yeah. woman. Serena Martin amazing to talk to very personable so we just made yeah to. she just made yeah, me feel so big comfortable. deal and i think that's my favorite thing about live is how comfortable that they make me feel right. later. i think <laughs> i have like a different experience than everyone <laughs> <laughs> just because i <laughs> i went along to high point when i was not a part of a student's perspective but these girls were and so i watched them do it live and i was kind of like behind the scenes just watching everything watching you were the guys intern do it. Year, right? i was right. kristen's intern <laughs> which was funny but so i saw that and i was like oh my gosh like you guys are so brave because i like i normally would not be the type of person to do that um so i got i thought you guys were like so awesome to do that and i kind of looked up to you guys for that and then and then you asked me to do it virtually, and I was like, you know what, I might as well put myself out of my comfort zone, and I think it did help me do that. And that was one of the main reasons I said yes, because I thought it would help me, in the end, get out of a comfort zone. And yeah. did that. I did. And like, <laughs> well, <Brenna grew> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it helped me, like, future Brenna, even in work, and being able to communicate with people. So, yeah. Absolutely. I think it helps that like we are in such a fun field and it's full yeah. of fun people oh and like not like no offense but like boring old <laughs> men architects like, <laughs> like they're actually like cool people so like you're like so nervous like getting ready for your interview and then me my first interview was with Katie we were co-hosting at High Point and we found out that we were interviewing the Lady Gaga of Tile and we were like oh my god so we were like looking her up and she's just like literally like a Flower. Like, she's, like, this bubbly, like, so, like, bright and fun. So, it's like, we were sitting there, and I was, like, kind of nervous, and she was just, like, way more, like, we were excited, but, like, she was, like, even more excited, and then, then that made us more excited, and then, like, we were sitting there, like, getting pumped, and then she was just, like, she just, it was just such an easy conversation. Like, it was fun, and you sat there, and, like, you were nervous up until you started speaking, and then, like, it was just so good. Yeah, I think Stephen had to tell us to stop talking before the camera started rolling. <laughs> yeah. He was like, please save this for the, yeah, for the show, because we, like, couldn't stop talking before. Yeah, and then she was already giving us insight. We're like, oh, my God, so how do you do that? And, like, and he was just like, wait, let's, please. let me press record. <laughs> I'll edit it in somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I, seeing all of you, because putting you out there for that first interview isn't just nerve-wracking for you guys, it's, it was nerve-wracking for me too, but seeing all of you kind of, we'll go with yours, of blossoming kind of from that very beginning throughout, it's, you've all done uh, an amazing job, and, and it's, been, it's been really nice to see, um, see you get more and more comfortable in front of the camera, see you get more and more comfortable talking to, uh, to the guests, the, the questions that you come up with, the the, the research that you do, it's like, I'll usually send you a couple of links, but then I know that you're, you're diving deeper into that 
to kind of find the, the things that you want to talk about. And the fact that you're able to, to have it be very personable every time that you, you're talking with somebody and kind of tie things back to the things that you were going through. And that, that's what we want it to be. We want it to be a, um, an informal conversation. We don't want it to be the same media interview they're going to have like six or seven times kind of at market. Um, and what's really nice is, yeah, from, from Alison Eden's interview, she turned us on to two more people and other people. And when we're walking around market, yeah, people will stop us and be like, oh, yeah, you should talk to this person or that person. Or, yeah, no, I saw you guys laugh market or whatnot. And so it's, yeah, it, it's really nice to be part of, um, just to be part of that, that network and that atmosphere. And so, yeah, where we go in the future, that's, that's going to be interesting to, to find out. We, go to um, Vegas. What's that? Yeah. Go to Vegas. Vegas. Let's go to Vegas. It was pretty cool. It's tough. Vegas. Yeah, it, it, we're just now starting to travel again. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We need people to win trips to Vegas. I can't believe that. I don't know how that happens. So, our, so behind, the scenes, the, uh, behind the scenes on our, on our remote trip to, to K-Biz in Vegas um, was that Natasha had... Uh, won a, a um, competition. It was a social media competition through, <laughs> through NKBA. Yeah. Through NKBA. To, uh, to get the most the most likes on a post that, that tagged them in it. Yeah. And so, yeah, we before we left market that, that year, Natasha was like, all right, I just won this trip. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was like big. I thought it was like the scale. Yeah. Like, yeah. Through, like my Instagram DMs and they're like so casual, like congrats, like you won this. And I was like, well, what did I really win? Like, I don't know if I remember, like, really <laughs> posting it. But if anybody were to win it, it would be. <laughs> yeah, so I went on a free trip to KBiz. They paid for the room. They put me up in all They put me in, like, the nicest hotel out there for, like, two nights. And I asked them, I was like, well, can I bring, like, my co-partner, like, Natalia? I was like... <laughs> Kind of like really scared to travel on my own to somewhere. We <laughs> <laughs> were like, yeah, we'll get her a ticket. All she has to do is like pay her um, flight. Wow. And then she could stay in the room with you. Like you could have two people. I'm assuming. Like, what's really the big deal? You can have like over four. And uh, so we went to Vegas. Yes. Well, the in semester, so but nobody really did. Vegas coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll see. There's a lot of places. We'd actually, like, yeah. Throughout the years, we, we had talked about, there was, like, the, the dreams of, oh, we could go to Maison Objet in, in Paris. We could go to, we were, we were set, also, pandemic, we were set to go to, uh, to London um, in 2020. Uh, summer of 2020, we were going to exhibit um, the work from, from market and then be able to do, do a few things. So the University Hall was going and we were going to try and tie it in with the suits perspective, but yeah, obviously that didn't happen. Uh, still coming to terms with that. Okay, so <laughs> now now some questions. So now I'll interview you guys a little bit. Okay. So what has been your most surprising thing that you found from doing, doing the show? What has been the most surprising thing about doing the show? For me, it would be learning how important we are to the industry at a student level. Um, I know at being a design student, we can sometimes undermine our skills and even our contribution to the industry, thinking that we might not be ready yet and things like that. Um, it's really not the case. I found doing the show, traveling to market, meeting all of these industry professionals, they care about what we think and they see the ambition in ourselves doing this show and putting ourselves out there 
they want that in a in an, any employer would want that in any employee in any work field that you do they see that we're young ambitious and just ready to put ourselves out there and work and that's probably the most important thing to any industry and it's really rewarding learning how uh recognized that is people are a lot nicer than i thought okay. yeah mm -hmm. like not the other hosts. <laughs> no, no, obviously. Um, <laughs> I was always fearful that because these people were in such a higher position that they would treat me as if I'm like just a kid asking them questions. Right. And they kind of made me feel like it was okay that I didn't know as much. And they said, well, when I was your age, I really knew nothing. But now look at where I am. So it was kind of, although comforting, it was so inspiring to hear that they once felt like me, and now they're so much bigger. So that's like how I feel. For me, it was always like a very gratifying thing. Like after every single episode, like whether it went good or really good or like okay or not so good, <laughs> it was it was just so nice to have finished it and have had those conversations and know that you always have that reference and you learn so much like within that small thirty minutes, twenty minutes, hour long phone call with that person. And like, I just always would leave that interview, like so excited to tell whoever I was talking to that day, like just all about it. Like I got to talk to this person today. Like they were so cool. I wish I could work for a person like that. <laughs> like just like start those conversations. And it was always just such a good feeling. And I think that's something I'll miss too, is just that opportunity to continue to talk to people outside of just our small industry things that I am a part of now, kind of. Mm -hmm. Like it was just so overly inclusive. On the same note, it's also awesome that all of those are now like cataloged on the internet. So anytime yeah. we want to reference them again, it's like, what was that conversation? What did I talk about with this person? You can go back and watch that again. Mm -hmm. It's cool. Mm -hmm. I think for me, mine is more on like Brenna's side of things and like self, like mm -hmm. personal growth. Because I think like for me, like I, going through this being like, oh, like talking wise and speaking with other people, it's like definitely nerve wracking. And like, you're afraid you're going to stumble. Or you're afraid you're going to make a fool out of yourself. But like, even just doing it, like growing and like through like interviewing for actual jobs now and just like speaking at crits or anything in school wise, like you see other people and you know, it's just, we have that growth that now it's just, everything is a conversation. Like you don't think of things as like an interview or anything. It's just a conversation with somebody, whether or not they are like bigger than you in the real world but like it's that's all it is it's just talking to people and networking as much as possible yeah I think for me it was kind of along the same lines as they're they're just so much easier to talk to than you think that they would be there were times where Stephen would have to like flag us down waving his hands and legs everywhere trying to get our attention to say you gotta wrap it up it's been more than an hour now and it was like oh my god that felt like a 20-minute conversation so it's a lot easier um, and it comes a lot more fluid as you do it. Yeah, Paige, you never really listen to the wrap-up segment. <laughs> <laughs> Me in the background waving her arms, like, going. Yeah. Okay, so one last question. <laughs> Another 10 more minutes. <laughs> you always got to be wrap-up question. <laughs> but it's good to be excited about yeah. kind of who you're yeah. talking to. And I think um, we've, we've now had, I think we've only had two people that we've had on multiple times. Um, but there's always that kind of potential in, in the future of saying, okay, yeah, we we finished this conversation, but it opened up the doors for the next conversation kind of thing. And so um, that's always been, been something good is we, we, we do have that network now of saying, okay, yeah, where, where does this continue to go from here? So, all right, so 
what has been your favorite interview or your favorite kind of uh, that thing that's that's you remember from from an interview or something that you've been able to do so far? What has been my favorite interview that I have done? That is a really hard question, and there isn't just one. I made a list and I separated them into categories, and I'll tell you a little bit about why. Um, as far as my North Carolina markets are concerned, uh, I love doing Samad rugs. That was a great conversation um, because we got to talk to an artist who collaborated with Samad rugs to uh, present a wonderful collection. We got to talk about not only how the rugs were made through the business, but then also how the artist himself gathered all of his inspiration. And they realized and appreciated how much we were putting into this uh, podcast. And to this day, we have a great relationship with them. Uh, another one from North Carolina markets would be the Phillips collection. Not every day you can talk to the vice president of a company such as uh, the Phillips collection. It was a wonderful co uh, conversation uh, that I'll never forget. Um, and then moving to the virtual season, uh, that just took things to a whole new level as far as outreach of who we thought we can speak to. The sky was the limit to us during that season. So I spoke to some really cool individuals like a wife and husband duo. Um, Chris and Amber Earl from Earl Furniture. It was really cool to see how they work together as far as being a uh, family as well. And then individuals like Mia Papa and Elizabeth Ingram. Our conversations were so casual. I felt like I made new friends that day. I remember, I'll never forget the highs I came off of doing all of these interviews. You feel like you're unstoppable as far as um, your work is concerned and the passion for your work. So I think for me, it would be my pages interview with Kathy Ireland. Um, she was like the most famous of the ones that we, I think, had the opportunity of interviewing at that time. And we were both like freaking out. I almost beat my pants. Yeah, I was so <laughs> nervous. We saw her so from scary. afar and we're like, how are we going to talk to her and have a conversation? And it there was like people with lights shining them on us it was like people walking by experience. like in awe of yeah. us yeah. too because we get to talk to her yeah yeah, yeah. so this was a this was a quick setup um in the hallway of, of, <laughs> uh, the ihfc building um yeah we were right outside of a freight elevator we were blocking traffic we were doing all kinds of things but yeah that was definitely a, a memorable moment kind of in asp history and like all through High Point that year, we'd see her like plastered on billboards everywhere, and it was we could just talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. So it's very cool. Yeah, I love watching you guys do that. <laughs> you agreed on the set. Yeah, I was like, I remember like Natalia was even running, like trying to charge like the cameras because mm. we were like back up and we we're like, I don't know if we can do this. The laptop's gonna die. We we're like down the hall with like extension cards trying to pull it with like light. I was like, oh my gosh. I think that's a good part of everything too. Like we were deciding like who's gonna do this interview, like which is always a scary moment, and you really try to pair people that are gonna conversate well with those specific people and. We were so excited to do it, I think, yeah. the two of us, that it was just a good fit. It's cool watching everyone do that, too, and have certain passions that match the people that they always interview. Mm -hmm. That's always been a nice part, is when you can compare those relationships right. closely. Yeah, I like when you do your little thing where you make us go with good like people that have personalities. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like matchmaking. Wow. <laughs> Industry matchmaking. Yeah. 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 It's, it's tough at times, but yeah, it's, yeah. You're trying, to find, trying to find the people that I think... Um, you're going to benefit 
from talking to them. Mm-hmm. You're going to be able to have things from your own personal background um, that can kind of build the conversation, those sort of things. And so, yeah, it's um, just always know that, yeah, whenever I do pair you guys, there's if there's a reason for it. It's not just whoever's left. Kind of <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's very, um, there's, there's a lot of thought that goes into how, how all that happens and making sure that it's not just, um, it's not just, heavily weighted to where one person gets every interview, but it's like, yeah, well, I'll mix everything up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you all bring, throughout the entire seasons, you've all brought different things to every conversation. And so that's always been something, uh, both a hard and easy part of, kind of my job. Mm-hmm. Of <laughs> yeah, I feel like Kristen always had like her set like questions that nobody else was able to take. <laughs> you always had like the two solid questions. I remember like me and Natalia would be on the side and be like, oh, I wonder when that question's going to come up. <laughs> I forget what it was. And it's like you always asked it like every interview and it's like you were the one to ask it. Oh no, it would be like, what would you give to advice like students uh, today? Yeah. And it was always you. It was like every interview that was like your, your close up question. I was, I was like, no, you're gonna hit it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, do you have any any favorites so far? I mean, I know you're still still early in your careers, but it's hard to choose just one. But I think one that has not like left my mind was my first interview, Julia Gamalina, and she had interviewed like she is Madame Architect. So I don't know if you guys have seen her or not, but she is mm-hmm. magnificent and she's so intelligent. She was my first person I was interviewing, yet she had interviewed over 150 women at that point so I was very intimidated but Mm -hmm. she's just such an amazing outlet because she tells all these amazing women stories like they're just empowerment and everything and she doesn't necessarily just do architecture but she'll find stories that are so unique hidden in a corner and she'll just bring them to life so it's really awesome I think she was so casual to talk to and afterwards when the camera turned off or the recording turned off she was like we need to get coffee. <laughs> and it's just, she, she was so awesome. And it made me feel really okay to be doing more interviews. So I think just the way that she made me feel was mm-hmm. something that has not left. Cause now I feel like I, I can do this. I can do an interview. It's, it's all right. It's not the worst mm-hmm. thing. So yeah. Well, that's like my, like my favorite would probably be like Erica Stein, just because of like my interest in furniture and everything. But, and then I, I kind of have a similar experience where I'm like, oh my god, like, I love her, like, she's amazing, and then I think, like, she's only, like, a year or two older than me, like, like, I could be her, like, I want to be her, but, like, she could be my best friend if she wanted to, like, this is so weird, but, yeah, like, it's just the conversations that you have, and I think that's why, like, we can all say thank you to you for pairing us up with them, because it just makes us, like Paige was saying before, like, come after the interview and be like, I want to work for them, like, oh my god, like, we, like, fangirl over these people, so it's just, it, it makes the conversation so much better. I think, <laughs> I think my favorite interview, especially because of what we were able to do to follow up, was with Lori Miller. She's a designer as well. She's amazing. And um, she asked Jen and I to go on a podcast of hers after our conversation because we enjoyed our conversations so much. So that was cool. one that you had to buy. Yeah. Camera. Like, hello, guys. <laughs> it was a lot of oh, yeah. He was like, all right, wrap it up. And that also is a really good example of you pairing us with a very specific mm-hmm. person because... She was, you were working on the wellness center right. for your project and then my minor in psychology mm-hmm. and she is very sensory when she thinks about her designing and just how senses impact you in a space. And that was such an interesting conversation and I think it was very beneficial for both of us to have mm-hmm. that. And she was really excited to hear that we were really excited mm-hmm. about that specific topic. So 
just the energy of that one was, mm -hmm. yeah, that one was also your first That was one. my very you first, so too, well. yeah. And it yeah. didn't feel like my first interview no. at all. Like, it just felt so, like, smooth and... So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's slightly less running around. The difference. <laughs> yeah. We can look back on those and laugh, right? Yeah, it's a behind the scenes of like setting everything up too. Like I think mm -hmm. so specifically about High Point Two. Like mm -hmm. it was not a pretty sight when we were just walking equipment yeah. back and forth. Like, someone forget the tripod? Because <laughs> like, oh, we were changing yeah. places every single Lights. time, and that's why we had interns at the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 But it was just like, and then like the feeding moments when the clip wouldn't work or like the amount of failures that we've had there that made the successes like that much better at the end of the day. Yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a, um, it's been a struggle that's had a lot of, of really great things that have come from it. Um, and so my last question, unless Christian wants to ask it, is what we ask everybody, except... We'll, we'll change it up a little bit. We say, if you go back right before your first interview or right before someone else's first interview in the future, what, what sort of advice would you have for future hosts? Because there will be future hosts. Mm -hmm. You guys are gonna, gonna cycle out and it's, it's gonna be like you are, <laughs> you built kind of what they're picking up and then you guys will be the next ones and kind of continue to, to kind of cycle through. But yeah, what, what, do you, what do you want people to know? What do you want the next, the next group, the next generation of hosts to know. I haven't prepared long enough for this question. I, I never thought I would be in the hot seat. I actually think I have one, but I'm going to steal it from you because, um, so I think like for me, it's just like going back and thinking of it as a conversation and just have fun mm -hmm. and just be yourself because even like I was saying now, like interviewing for jobs and everything, like what you always tell me is like, just be yourself. Like mm -hmm. you are putting on the table who you are and that's it. And Honestly, they're going to take it or they're going to leave it and that's it. And there's nothing you could do about it. But as long as you're being true to yourself and you're mm -hmm. having fun while you're doing it. And I think that is just such a great piece of advice that I've taken. And I can honestly pass that to everybody too. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's helped me, I think, especially now. I feel like I could bounce off that. Like, yeah. don't be so nervous. Like, yeah. I think you should prepare. But also, like, don't stress yourself out, like, too much. Like, don't over-prepare. Because I feel like I've tried doing that. And it's just, like then you're just gonna get stuck and it's like better to be natural and make it like a conversation. So. I think I would say like each one gets easier and it's good to be nervous because when you're nervous about something you care about it. So um, I think put the nerves aside and the conversation will go fine. So. Yeah. I would say that I hope any future or current host or even past host realize how important it is to be a part of something like this, like a student's perspective, something that was founded through students and all of their hard work and kind of dedicated time. As a student, you don't really have a lot of free time. So if you're doing this and you're talking to industry professionals on your own time, you're investing in your future constantly. And I hope you realize that because in turn, what will come with that will be all of the great connections that you will make. And I'm definitely one to attest to that because if it wasn't for a student's perspective, um, I wouldn't be where I am today as far as uh, my job is at. The design industry as a whole is has a lot of branches and a lot of different routes you can go as far as what you see yourself doing for the rest of your life. You don't have to, I'm gonna say this again, but you don't have to sit at a desk from a nine to five to be considered a 
architectural designer or just a designer in general, uh, the industry comes with a lot of different things and exciting opportunities that we you do not know about uh, just through your regular design curriculum. You need to expose yourself to more. Um, so. If you're going to the Pinnacle Awards, um, maybe research who is getting nominated. Because <laughs> yeah. we, this was like really funny because we were like, so C was like, okay, I'm inside, snag whoever won, bring them in, five minute interview, go. And we're all out there like, okay. Okay. You're like watching him walk down, like, okay, I gotta get him. Okay, he's not looking at me. Okay. And then you're just like gear up and you're like, hi, hi. And then like I oh my God, the was so nervous. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like a few of us are like this, so nervous to grab someone that I pulled him in. I'm like, so how do you say your name? Because I didn't even know who won. Yeah. And I also didn't know what they won. So I'm just standing there like trying to interview someone who I have no idea what their award was because I was so nervous to like get them that I'm like, can you explain more about your product? Because I have no idea what your product um. is. Yeah, but and, yeah, like and like because we were running like back and forth yeah. from where we were like, far we're inside and where the awards were going, so we didn't even know what award was announced yeah. prior. And then um, we would walk up to them and they'd be like, "Yeah, like give me like twenty minutes, like I'll see you later." Like they just didn't want to talk yeah. to us at the point; they were just wanted to celebrate. Yeah, so, or they'd be like, um, "I'm actually yeah. like nominated for this next yeah. one." So like, I'm like, "Oh wow, good for you." Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you okay. all get okay. oh, them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you later. She was part of the Belgian Mafia. And that's one of those things where we didn't know we were doing that. Like, yeah. Really, yeah. Until we were, until like the day before. So, and so, yeah, those, that's one of the things when an opportunity falls in your lap, mm-hmm. we take it. That was fun. And, uh, and yeah. we got to visit. Yeah. Uh, what, what was the place for when we went there? Yes. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then we saw the dog. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's my favorite part. <laughs> and that space was beautiful. Yeah. And it was just so nice. Yeah. 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 It was well, it's like my favorite place ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll have to say. Yeah, we like ran into Dawn um Yeah, but like we what were we talking we were like in we were viewing a lighting exhibit and like we saw her talking to the designer, so then we approached her after and we're like who was the designer? Like, we were so in awe, like, these lights are amazing. And then she was just all bubbly and like, oh, you should talk to him. You should tell him, blah, blah, blah. And we find out. Her husband. Yeah, her doesn't husband. Doesn't mention her, like, self at all. Her mm-hmm. husband won, like, three awards, Rellin Furniture. Um, and then he's, then we interviewed him. And then he was like, oh, you should talk to my wife. She's, like, super inspiring. <laughs> and she's amazing. She's so creative. And we're like, what? I was just talking to her. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just, like, just set up, like, we, like went and visited her studio and like she was so fun and awesome and we we're like wow I just love you season seven all right well um I want to take this moment to say thank you all for not only being here today but for uh being with on the journey with me over the past couple of years all right and um for helping to grow at every every step of the way, helping to uh, kind of set the stage for, like we said, the next generation, for um, always building, always being positive, always being willing to answer the text that says, so what do you think about this? Or <laughs> maybe Want to do an we... interview in 15 minutes? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, because yeah, it is a, 
it's, it's a never ending kind of cycle of, of stuff and opportunities. Um, but yes, thank you very much. You guys have all been really wonderful over the past couple of years. Um, and, and the ones who are, are now past, you've been wonderful in, in, in always being willing to come back and talk and, and help the, the, the next group and whatnot and staying, helping to promote and everything else. And so just thank you very much for that. But, um, yeah. Do you guys have anything last that you want to say? What do I see the future holding for a student's perspective? I love this question because I literally see the world for a student's perspective. The sky's the limit. The fact that we were able to turn such a great idea into a reality in just a couple of years, I can only imagine what this is going to be like in five years. Uh, starting this when we did, we realized how great of an idea it was, not only talking to people in the industry, but just the proof was in the content that we now have. And if we keep building upon this, there's no reason why there shouldn't be an HGTV show about us in a couple years. People deserve to hear what we have to say and what the industry professionals have to say. Uh, yeah, the fact, I just wanna stress again that a lot of people don't know what the industry, what the design industry actually is and all of its different uh, facets and all of its different contributions to society. So. I think it would be really cool to see something just on a broader scale, you know, the sky really is the limit. So I'm glad I can watch it grow now over the years, being a part of University Hall of Innovation and through that work, hopefully we can achieve uh, a lot more. I feel like that goes to just say how like strongly we feel about the program too. Like if I mean, I just finished my master's, but we've all been out of school for a good amount of time. and there's so much strength in what Steven has built explicitly. Mm -hmm. And we also feel so strongly about him as our professor and our mentor this entire time that it's the reason we return. Like, mm -hmm. I'm sure if there was anyone else guiding this process, we probably wouldn't be knocking <laughs> yeah. on Marywood's doors eager to come through the door because mm -hmm. like, we just want to give back to you in every yeah. way possible mm -hmm. as well, because you've given so much throughout this entire process through connections, through opportunities, through just learning points and conversation skills. Like we've grown, as humans more than we could have within our schooling, just in this process. Thanks for believing in us yeah. more than we believe in us, basically. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that, and that means a lot to me. So thank you all at home for, for watching. Um, make sure you can like, share, and leave a comment below, um, and make sure to stay tuned next week as the conversation continues. From, from a student's perspective. Hello. This is Henning from Martin Thompson Architecture. Together with my partner in crime and in life, uh, Camille Martin Thompson, we were on your show a couple of months back. And I just want to reach out and congratulate you on a fantastic journey 100 episodes of a student's perspective. That is magnificent. Uh, kudos to all the wonderful students who've taken part in the series. We were thrilled to be asked to. Uh, be part of it and we had such a great conversation with Katie uh, during the show um, and looking at all the good work you've done over the years raised so many reflections so many good questions about what it's like to be a designer and what this journey that we're all on uh, involves and can lead to um, big big thanks to you all for for doing that it means a lot to the community of designers and just done great work so congratulations we hope you like this discussion with the design industry from a student's perspective please like share and comment and stay tuned for more inspiring conversations to come